to episode 87 of the Customer Support Leaders podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. The theme for this week is cross-cultural support, so stay tuned for five leaders talking about that very topic. I'd like to welcome back to the podcast today, Ulrika Pitchka. Ulrika, it's lovely to have you back and you're here today, sat in the middle of Europe, to talk about cross-cultural support. Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me. So Ulrika, currently your team has to be quite the sort of cultural gymnasts, don't they, I guess? Yeah, that's absolutely true. We have quite a few uh, languages and cultures, of course. Um, uh, Yasio already supports about 20 languages, so there's a lot of uh, <laughs> multilingual uh, topics and uh, a lot of cultures mixing in. Um, and of course, I found that if an agent has the same cultural background as the the user, it's very helpful because they just not only speak the same language, but they also know how to deal with the customer in, in terms of how to approach them. Um, for example, um, English-speaking customers, they are, they are really used to like that you hold their hand and take them through the process, be friendly and nice, even if they are not so nice. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's really about the attitude, uh, which is super important. And obviously, you could be successful with a de-escalation if you do some more talking. <laughs> um, that's what we found. Um, and it's completely different for German users. German users, um, usually, especially if they pay for something and something doesn't work, then they usually just want to vent about it. So they are really putting their emotions in it and they really need to communicate how they are feeling. But they don't expect you to like get back and do some more talking and try to de-escalate. They just want a solution for their problem. So, yeah, they also have the feeling that their individual opinion is very important and you just Mm. have to approach it accordingly. Mm. Yeah, so that's basically the difference between English and German users we have found. Yeah, yeah. I think I think as as an English person and as a German person, I think we're allowed to sit here and kind of say that, right? But I think something you said a little bit earlier is absolutely true that um, if you have a shared cultural backdrop with your user, it does it does ease the way. It's 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 something that we actually used to see in uh, call centers that were based overseas when that industry was really ramping up, and you were seeing. Yeah. Um, attempts to train huge groups of people in another culture, attempting to enculturate things like an understanding of the local television soaps and things like that, just to kind of, because actually I think there is a recognition that this kind of backdrop, this cultural backdrop, it somehow promotes an empathy, doesn't it, between the two? It does, exactly. And it really makes it more likely that a conversation gets turned into something positive. If you have like the same, yeah, level of conversation. And I just found out actually when we hired our agent who speaks Italian and Spanish. And I just found, okay, she's talking a lot, (laughs) but that's what the people want. So all the answers we have given before probably were just way too straightforward for those uh, groups of people and work very well for the Germans maybe, but maybe not so much for Italian, Spanish or English speaking people. 
And that's also the reason why we are really looking for someone from France, <laughs> because uh, we are still not 100% capable of dealing with French uh, users. And then they also expect you to answer in French. Even if they speak English, they don't want you to answer in English because mm -hmm. they see it kind of as an offense, I think, if you don't speak their language. And mm -hmm. that's something we are currently working on, uh, trying to find someone who really understands this group of users and really can help them in a way they would like it. One, one thing that has always concerned me, I think has always been a challenge, is how you scale it. Because you could, you could hire someone in every geography you were intending to support, but nobody has that kind of money to spare. And certainly not in support, we don't have that kind of money to spare. <laughs> If you have people who, who can speak multiple languages, that's one thing. But all of the other aspects that we talk about and the way that you talk to different customers, is it just a matter of educating your agents to recognize the customer type and behave in a certain way, do you think? Yeah, so that's something we're actually working on at the moment is like a categorization of target groups, maybe how they are and how they expect you to work and how they expect you to answer. So maybe that helps a bit. But it's easy to see that if you walk in a supermarket in Britain or in the US, <laughs> you're treated differently than in Germany. And that's just something that basically reflects and support, I think, too. It's really hard to just make it available theoretically and then um, ask the agents to, to do it on a daily basis. It's quite difficult to measure as well, isn't it? How do you measure the effectiveness of that? And how do you measure the effectiveness of the response you're creating for that particular group? Mostly actually with the customer satisfaction. But more than that, I just sometimes I go through the tickets and just read what the agents replied and see, okay, that's working very well. But we're always going to lag behind. We're always going to be wanting to hire in the place where our customers are. We always sell into geographies before we support those geographies. And so we're always kind of lagging yeah. in our budgets True. and our hiring patterns so yeah. i guess we're always going to have to try and stretch to those other cultures that's it for today go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 87 for the show notes and i'll see you next time 